said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. You don't have to make decisions. Read and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. The Bible says that they brought a certain part. That means they didn't bring what they were supposed to bring. Read. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? So you know what Peter is doing? Since God couldn't get to you, let's go to the next phase. Peter's on the account. So he's questioning him. I wonder how did Peter know that he was lying? The Holy Ghost is on his side. We need the Holy Ghost. I said on last week, the Holy Ghost is more than shouted ass. He will convict you. He will help you in your marriage. He's a navigator. He'll show you stuff that's ahead. He'll guide you to all truth. But we only use the Holy Ghost to dance and shout. The Holy Ghost is a paraclete. That means he's a coach. He's a helper. He will come in your life and guide you and help you raise your children and help you in your marriage and help you with your finances and help you with your health. And we only use him for a shout and a dance. Tweet that, tweet that, tweet that, tweet that. <laughs> we ain't get shouting, but we shout and dancing, but where is the victory? Y'all understand what I'm saying? The Holy Ghost tell you shut up. The Holy Ghost tell you you talk too much. The Holy Ghost will tell you you overly emotional. See, he'll help you with, with, with your, that's why he in your life. Not to speak in tongues all day. All day. Speak in the natural. spiritual and deep. You know what it means to be spiritual? This is what it means. It had nothing to do with emotions. Spiritual means that I can line up with this world. That's all spiritual means. It's not shaking and quaking and falling and turning cartwheels and swimming from the center of That don't mean you can do all that and the devil control your life. Spiritual means that I can line up with this world. I, I can execute what's in the pages into my life. That's what spiritual means. It ain't got nothing to do with all this spooky stuff. Y'all heard what I'm saying? So you ain't got to get all. Hey, straight out. Now, what are you saying to me? <laughs> I'm trying to help y'all. Because we just went out off on a deep end. Walk in the spirit. Just simply mean I'm walking along with the word. That means something happened, I can still, oh, you know, somebody wronged me. I can still love them. That's how walking in the spirit is. I can just obey God. It has nothing, because people are doing all this emotional stuff and not lining up with the will of God. You know, you just got this thing until I fall out. Now you can get the rare sin. Y'all understand what I'm saying? It ain't that deep. It's, it's, it's simple. That's all I'm saying. Read. And to keep back part of the price of the land. Read. While it remained, 
Was it not thine own? See, see, God was through Peter was saying, hey, you had an opportunity to be right. You ain't even have to make all these promises. Right. That's why we gotta be careful what we say. Because yeah. you'll end up eating your words. So next time before you slap off at the mouth, make sure you, you, you weigh your words. Right. Bible says let your words be full of grace and season with what? We can't just be unlawful for everything we try to press for. Watch this. We stand up, I love everybody. Did <laughs> one person hurt you, we don't see you no more. Did, do you really love everybody? I wouldn't even say that. Want me to tell you why? Somebody say why? You ain't mad at everybody. Some folks that love them, baby, you gotta pray. You gotta be on your face. God, help me to love you, devil. I'm telling you, don't be a, I love everybody. You up loud and like, oh yeah, she love everybody. <laughs> and somebody say something to you. Where's so and so at? I don't know, I don't need it. And we call you on the phone. Well, where you been? Ain't nobody right over there. I thought you just got to testify. Somebody else put on the clothes. Somebody else drive your car. 
Somebody else living in your house. And you gone. But you were so caught up in what you was doing and it checked the body. And it checked the body. Read. And Peter answered unto her, uh -huh. Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. Read. And she said, Yea, for so much. For so much. He was giving her a chance to be honest. Read. Then Peter said unto her, Then Peter said unto her, How is it uh -huh. that you have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Peter was holding him accountable. Your job is to hold people accountable. As believers, not just preachers, we put it on a preacher. The preacher, he only wants to be doing Now, if you are a believer, you need to be holding people accountable by sharing the word of God with them. Read. Behold, behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door, right? and shall carry thee out also. Right? Then fell she down straightway at his feet, and yielded up the ghost. And the young man came in, found her dead, and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. Right? And great fear came upon all the church, and on as many as heard these things. Notice when he died, Fear came. When she died, great fear. They thought, like, see, God ain't telling you to stop playing with God. Yeah, I think you do. You know what we're doing? We're gambling with our soul. It's time out for that, y'all. I'm serious. You don't, this life is temporary, and we're going to cross over at some point. You better be right with God. All right, let's go to uh, 2 Samuel 12. Chapter 12, verse 1 through 11. Are you accountable to God? Now, this is some serious stuff. This is not a game at all. You know why? Because one day we got to stand up before God and give an account of our life. Think about that. I had to give an account of my life from the time I was born until I died, and I didn't repent. Do you not know, according to Revelation, when you're not saved, God's recording your entire life? So on the day of judgment, you stand up, you won't be able to argue your case. But God, I don't remember that. I do. Let me put it up. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, you did that. I forgot about it. He did. Watch this. I would prefer to stand before him as my savior opposed to standing before him as my judge. I'm gonna be saying all this stuff, I ain't worried about this stuff. Okay. Let's go uh, read. And the Lord sent Nathan unto David. You know why the Lord had to send the prophet to David? Because David had did something wrong. And a whole year had passed and he didn't come clean. A whole year, 12 months went by, and he still was in his midst. So, and I said, when God deals with you about something, you're going to take heed, he'll start sending people to you. So if people coming to you, telling you stuff, you're not ready to bypass God. And see, something happened with your mind now. Read. And he came unto him 
and said unto him, Read, there were two men in one city. He's given David a story. Read. The one rich, one rich, and the other poor. Uh-huh. The rich man had exceeding many flocks and herds. Read. But the poor man had nothing except one little ewe lamb. Read. Which he had bought and nourished up, and it grew up together with him and with his children. It did eat of his own meat and drink of his own cup and lay in his bosom, and was unto him as a daughter. Read. And there came a traveler unto the rich man, and he spared to take of his own flock, and of his own herd, to dress for the wayfaring man that was come unto him. But he took the poor man's lamb. He took the poor man's lamb. And dressed it for the man that was come to him. And David's anger was greatly kindled okay. against When David heard this story, he got upset. Read. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord liveth, the man that hath done this thing shall surely die. It's amazing. When other people do stuff, we quit the jealous him. Kill. God didn't kill you when you was in your mess. We just mad at him. They got on our last nurse and we said, God, you just kill him. Just kill him. He didn't kill you when you was in your mess. He gave you a chance to get right. But when it comes to other people, Sick him, God, sick him. But when it comes, when we mess up, God, can y'all pray for me? Watch this, read. And he shall restore the lamb fourfold, because he did this thing, and because he had no pity. This David talking. See, his conscience, somehow his conscience now. Because how you in this, you didn't, you didn't murder somebody, and you didn't took their wife, and you don't realize that you did this after 12 months? Sin messes up your conscience. When you live in sin, it distorts your view of right and wrong. Read. And Nathan said to David, uh -huh. Thou art the man. Now he's holding him accountable. David, I'm talking about you. You the man I'm talking about, David. Read. Thus said the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. And I gave thee thy master's house, and thy master's wives unto thy bosom, and gave thee the house of Israel and of Judah. God is reminding David through the prophet, David, I'll be good to you. Let me, let me serve you a notice. It seems like no matter how good God is to people, they still won't get it right. You would think after God just keep waking me up every day and, and blessing me to move and, Instead of doing, you would think people would start lining up. People still don't line up. Read. And if that had been too little, read. I would moreover have given unto thee such and such things. In other words, David, if that wasn't enough, you didn't have to go and kill this man and take his wife. I could have, I could have did something else for you, but you didn't let me. That's what God is saying. Read. Wherefore hast thou despised the commandment of the Watch Lord? Watch it. It's a difference. And just disobeying God. But the Bible says that David despised. In other words, I know that this is wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. And that's what a lot of people let. They know stuff wrong, but they have made up in their mind they're going to do what they want to do. This is what we have to understand when we do what we want to do. And other people connect to us, it affects them too. It ain't just you. When you do something crazy, it affects the people that's connected to you. It don't just affect you. But we're so selfish, we don't care about nobody else. When you decide to drive drunk, 
and kill somebody, you wouldn't think about nobody else but yourself. Read. To do evil in his sight, thou hast killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword, and hast taken his wife to be thy wife, and hast slain him with the sword of the children of Ammon. Read. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from thy house. Mm. David, since you did this, this evil, I'm going to allow evil to come in your house. See, sometimes uh, we weak when we saw it ain't, it ain't the devil. It ain't the people don't like you. You done sow some bad seeds. That's why when you get saved, you have to watch how you treat people. Read. Because thou hast despised me and hast taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite. You have your wife. David, you didn't represent me. You despised me. Read. <coughs> Thus said the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against thee out of thy own house. I'm going to raise up evil out of your own house, David. I'm going to allow one of your sons to try to kill you since you didn't kill somebody. Yeah. Read. And I will take thy wives before thy own eyes and give them unto thy neighbor. And he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of his son. David, that's what you need. Verse 12. For thou did it secretly. You did it in secret, but didn't nobody know about it. Read. But I will do this thing before all Israel. But I'm going to let the whole world see what you did. And before the sun. And before the sun. Y'all, we have to be careful. If you're a Christian, you're a believer. You're representing God in the kingdom of God. And you got to watch how you live. You can't be on your job cussing. Everybody in smoke break, you out there spuffing too. Come to my church. Come to your church. Stop going on on the job and your name keep coming up. Come on. We're not representing God like we should. Watch it. If you're not going to be saved, stop telling people you're saved and just go and do what you do. So David messed up. And God said, David, since you did this, I'm a liar. Evil rise up in your house, I'm going to give your wives away, and I'm going to let everybody know what you did. First Samuel, say neighbor. neighbor. Are you accountable to God? Are you accountable to God? If you're not accountable to God, you sure not to be accountable to a man, right. a person. Ain't no way you out of order and you out the will of God, and, and, and you say you got the spirit of God ain't dealing with you. You know what? If he ain't, you ain't got the spirit. You ain't really saved. Ain't no way God gonna let us be in hell. Ain't no way. First Samuel chapter two, uh, verse twelve. Read. Now the sons of Eli, sons of Belial, they knew not the Lord. Now the Bible says that Eli's sons was the son of Belial. Belial was a false god. So they was the children of the devil. And one translation said they was scoundrels. They was wicked men. They was worthless men. These was Eli's sons. Read. And the priest's custom with the people was that when any man offered sacrifice, the priest's servant came while the flesh was in seething with a flesh hook of three teeth in his hand. Read. And he struck it into the pan or kettle or cauldron or pot all that the flesh hook brought up the priest. Drop down to verse 22. 
Now, Eli was very old. He was very old and heard all that his sons did unto Israel. He heard all that his sons was doing to the people of God. See, they was messing over God's people. Yeah. And Eli was the priest, so he was responsible. Watch this. I'm, I'm just telling you, as a pastor, somebody sleeping with the women in the church, you got to deal with that. You can't sweep that under the rug. See, y'all got quiet. Everybody want to pass, everybody want to be a minister. For what? To be seen? You want people to roll out the red cloth? This is a responsibility. And I'm telling you, you're not going to get around dealing with folk. Preaching to people is not pastor. Prophesying, preachers, I'm talking to you. Prophesying, laying hands, operating in the gift is not pastoring. That's just preaching and teaching, operating the gift. Pastoring is when you got to deal with people's behavior. Whether you preaching or you acting against them, you got to do it. You ain't finna get around. Watch this. Watch this. Even the parent. You're not going to get around dealing with folks' behavior. If something's going on in your house or your place of business and you sweeping it under the rug, the devil's going to take it over. And the devil, you ain't got to say that look straight ahead. The devil is in a lot of our homes. You know why? Because the stuff that's going on that's ungodly that you're not dealing with. And why do you want the peace of God in your home and you haven't made peace? I see the devil in there. You don't see him in your house? You know, they, they, they kid just terrible. You don't see your house? I'm trying to understand that, y'all. How are you bypassing you and you see everybody else? And you got stuff right up under your nose you ain't dealing with. You don't want to deal with Because that's your baby. Where right now they act like your baby. You did it with a spirit. And I'm gonna tell you what Satan is doing in this power. If you emotionally attach to folk, he's gonna use them because he knows you ain't gonna deal with them. So he, I don't care who it is. That's who's gonna use to come pull, try to pull you down. Because he knows you ain't gonna deal with them because that's your baby. Well, you'll go off on your husband, but you won't go off on your son. Okay. You go off on your wife, but you won't go off on your daughter. Because see, this is my baby. Well, you can ready to lose your wife. We don't want to deal with stuff. We keep sweeping stuff under the rug, and we think it's just going to go away. The devil's not going to go away. You're going to have to drive him away. Watch this, read. And heard how they lay with the women that assembled at the door of the tabernacle. Eli's children was lying having sex with the women in church. Yeah. Read. And the congregation. And the congregation. Let's go to chapter 3, verse 13. Look what happened. Read. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knows. Watch it. He knew. It's a difference if you don't know something. Opposed to you knowing. And God don't show you everything. Some stuff may be blind to you at that moment. But if you're really in tune with God, you're really serving God, eventually it's going to come out. When it come out, you better deal with it. Eli knew what they was doing. Read. Because his sons made themselves vile, and he restrained them not. He didn't correct them. Watch this. We read in verse 2, he addressed the issue to them. Addressing something and dealing with it is two different things. I 
Obey them to have rule over you, please. And submit yourselves. And submit. That's another word we got problem with. We got problem with submit. I'm going to let that one so. We got problem with submit. Dr. Anthony L. Trites is determined to take the gospel around the world to a people that are hurting mentally, physically, and financially. Your prosperity is in your seat. God has shown him how to be prosperous, successful, and with integrity. Ecclesiastes 10 and 19, money answered all things. We would like you to partner with us. Help us spread the word of God. Sign up as a monthly partner today and take advantage of this special offer. For a love token of $30 plus shipping and handling, you will receive this prosperity package, which includes your prosperity is in your seed, a powerful teaching CD, and prosperity oil. All partners will receive a monthly CD, newsletter, and much, much more. For more information, call 314-659-8522 or visit us online at www.anthonytrice.org. You can write to us at 7200 West Forsyth, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. And we thank you for your support. Hey, that was a powerful, awesome word from the Lord. I would like to thank you for tuning into our television broadcast on today. We, hey man, God is doing some awesome things here in this ministry. Our members are being delivered, they're being healed, they're experiencing financial breakthrough. And I want you to experience that same anointing that's on this ministry in your life by partnering with me here at Anthony Trice Ministry. You can go to my website at anthonytrice.org and become a monthly partner. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, Please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Florissant, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. Or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.